0: So this is episode 2 of the Crohn
1: Spartan Podcast. Today I'm joined with a buddy of mine, uh, JT. Hey, how's it going everybody? Glad to be here, Skyler, uh, to see what your uh, podcast is going to be all about.
0: Well, today's episode is about nutrition. We're going to talk about weight loss myths and muscle growth myths and you know, just
1: general nutritional uh, misinformation. Awesome. So me having my slice of pizza right here is... Is that going to be a nutrition fact that I'm not helping myself. Now it's got carbs and protein and you
0: know, <laughs> it's a great meal. And that's you know that's interesting that you brought up the pizza immediately like that because you know that's kind of a myth that people think you know pizza's unhealthy. Well, as long as you're not eating like not an entire pizza at a time
1: every day, um, it's a relatively balanced meal. There's healthy fats, oils. Uh, carbohydrates, depending on what meats you get, proteins, um, what vegetables you get also. Exactly.
0: So you can hit just about every food group, you know, with one, one food
1: item. I'm going to make the gym great again with pizza. Sounds like fun to me. (laughs) (laughs) But, um,
0: a lot of people, when they're, when they're trying to build muscle or whatever is they go into like bulk mode. And that's you know they go on a whole foods diet you know whole pizzas whole chickens whole <laughs> gallons of milk
1: <laughs> right 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 I've done that I'm not gonna lie I've done that
0: um, man I can ride the milk train me and milk are friends
1: but so that's not a, that's not a funny joke what oh I just I knew somebody that had Crohn's before and they they tried drinking milk and it was not fun oh so no. I thought that's where you were going with that
0: no me and milk are friends man we. That's one of the few things that I can do that other Crohn's people can't.
1: Well, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to introduce myself a little bit to the listeners. Absolutely. Uh, So, I am, uh, my name is JT. I am a 29-year-old Army uh, veteran, Um, and I have been in the, uh, a gym goer since I was about 18, uh, joining the Army. Um, Since then, I've got, I've been in some accidents, and uh, I'm putting the weight off now, but I've done powerlifting, I was prepared, for, I was ready to go for physique competition, um, but here I am now, and I'm working back at it, so that's a little bit of, oh, and uh, I have a two-year-old, so that's a little bit about me. So you get the weights in at the gym and the cardio chasing your two-year-old. Exactly, exactly, or I just put him on the leash and I throw him on a rucksack and I go walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh So when you said to put him on a leash, I thought you meant one of those spikes you
0: put in the yard.
1: Oh, the They're leads? Not. Yeah. Oh, no, nice. that's actually a really <laughs> smart idea. I'm not advocating this. Please don't call child services. Uh, um, so when I was when I was trying to lose weight originally, um, to join the army, I was 292 pounds of fat. Um, I had a neck size of, I think, like, 12 and a half or 13 inches. And now I'm sitting at roughly 18. Hmm. Um, and one of the things I got told was that, um... You want to eat all your carbs at night. After you get done working out and everything, you want to reload at the end of the day so your body can rest. And what I found out, at least with me, because nutrition nutrition operates similar to medication um, in the fact that, you know, generally this is how things are supposed to work. But there are things that, you know, that's why there are side effects. Things don't always work out the way they do. That's why there's people who take, you know... Advil, and they don't get a get a response, because it doesn't work on them. Um, but uh, I started ballooning. Um, and it was, it was awful. God, it was awful. The carbs were good, though. Oh, I bet. Um, let's see, what's another good one that I heard? A fitness one. Oh, that you want to, uh, when you go down with your weights, you want to let momentum uh, carry it back up. So, like, when you go down and you're in the middle and you're going down for that first exercise and you're coming down, like, like with a chest press, mm-hmm. is you let it hit and then let it bounce, like, off your chest or, or let, let, let your tendons take it and bounce it back up. Um, and I, that caused a pectoral tear, which right. was not a very pleasant experience on my part. Right. Then you're set back, you know, another
0: three months.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was good, too, because my legs looked fantastic. And I had the uh, had the upper body of a of a small girl, so let's
0: see. See, one of the ones uh, that I've always heard is uh, don't eat after don't eat after like eight o'clock. Yeah, I've heard um, that
1: um, because it'll force your body to store it exclusively as fat. They always say. Yeah, which uh, what I didn't realize at the time was uh, I didn't know my body had an internal like storage clock. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, look at that. It's 8 o'clock. Sorry. It's going to be in there for the next day.
0: I mean, yeah, they, like you said, everyone does work a little bit different. Um, in general, it's it doesn't necessarily work like that. But like you said, for you in particular, um, that's kind of how it worked out. Um, but I mean, your body does most of its recovery at night, so why not make sure it's adequately fueled, you know, for that recovery, right? Right. Um, that's why I always tell people, like with my clients, or whenever I write someone up a meal plan, always before bed, I have scheduled in there, you know, uh, a casein protein shake with water, mm-hmm. because it keeps you full, you don't wake up hungry, and it gives your body what it needs to do its recovery deal.
1: One of the uh, one of the other things that I, I thought that would be my dog, everybody. We're we're doing this at my house currently. The um, one of the other myths that I heard was, you know, eating healthy is expensive. While while it kinda kinda is, um, like you know, super or that superfoods are expensive and they're they're not really. They're actually pretty affordable. You just. Uh, you just got to be able to understand like how to play your budget correctly, right? You know, you can't get everything all at Walmart. Sometimes you might need to go to Publix. Sometimes you might need to go to Sam's Club, right? And do it that way. Well, that's important that you brought that up because
0: Wrestling. if you if you Wrestling. buy something with a label on it that you know makes a point to say that it's healthy, that's going to be expensive. But if you just buy regular food, not necessarily organic, but if you go to the actual grocery store. And get reasonable food, it doesn't – as long as it's in season, it's not necessarily that expensive.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, what's something else that I <sighs> – there was one that um, I got told as far as, as, far as just overall health, um, you can tell, like, if somebody's healthy because they're slim or because they're ripped, not necessarily – while they might have a lower body percentage, or they may, maybe they're just that's their body type. They're just naturally slim. That that doesn't mean they're healthy.
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, it is, you can look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but if you can't walk down the street without passing out, exactly, you know, you're not healthy. Uh, another one that I have heard that gets gets its own variation, I guess, tossed around every. Um, Every couple of years is you can't build muscle and burn fat at the same time. That's my absolute favorite
1: myth that always gets tossed around. I haven't heard that one, actually. Not really. My favorite myth is that, um, so, way back, um, I don't know if you, uh, <laughs> he really, like Presley really likes you. It's because I smell like my two dogs. Oh, Well, um, one of my favorite misses back when Oprah was first starting her show, um, she she came out with a little red wagon, full of fat, like a a representation of how much fat she lost. And so, you know, at that point, it was all the fat is bad, all fat. Oh yeah, there was that. Now you skip ahead to today, um, it's you know sugars are bad, all you know, and people try to limit their sugar intake, which to a degree is correct. You shouldn't. I mean, that's how you end up with diabetes, right? But people start cutting out like. Fruit, and they're they're like, I've cut out all sugar out of my diet, including fruits. Instead of limiting themselves on foods that are um, that are high in sugar but low in nutrients, they're just like, no, we're just going to skip out on all nutrient-packed foods. Right. That's one. That's probably my favorite one is watching people starve themselves, starve their bodies of what of the other nutrients that their body needs, thinking that they're doing the right thing. Right.
0: Or they'll um, do that. And then they're like, oh, I cut out all sugars, but then they have, you know, an increased amount of, like, regular carbohydrates, and what they don't realize is that carbohydrates are sugar, just, you know, more complex. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't,
1: I'm not, I don't really support fruit. I know that sounds ridiculous. Um, I've been supporting fruit since I came out on my underwear. <laughs> With loom. Oh, the loom.
0: Um, I, I'm not a fan of fruit because the fructose has to be digested in the liver, mm-hmm. and it takes longer. So if I eat fruit or if I tell someone to eat fruit, it's only ever in the uh, first half of their day. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it takes so much longer to digest mm-hmm. that um, you know you don't want an insulin spike right before you're about to go to bed because then you're jazzed up, you, know, you have all this energy.
1: Um, one thing that I, I like... Is- that I like hearing for people, um, is where people will, uh, you know, they'll see a fad, a fad workout, like, you know, lose 15 pounds now, an like, um, and this is not a plug for uh, Total Nutrition or Five Star, because they're all the same company, but, uh, at, but one of the things that they advertise is, like, you know, lose 15 pounds now, well, it's really, cool. it's, re- it's actually pretty easy to lose, like, five, you know, five, seven, mm-hmm. ten pounds in a, in a week or two, right, because it's mainly water weight, and it's that shock of adjustment that your body's like, oh. And then once your body adjusts, because your body wants to stay in a state of continued homeostasis, it wants to maintain that. So then it goes, it reverts, which is why you have to keep working out, changing your diet. Because, right, right. Well, one of my favorite things is uh, where people where uh, people will end up saying like, oh, this diet works for me. Like one of the ones that that I really liked was the uh, in people in the military do this it's you can google it it's like you have like half a pomegranate for breakfast a slice of whole grain wheat toast and that's all you eat for like six hours and in three days you lose about 15 pounds before you do height weight and tape so you can pass
0: oh right that's the quote military diet yeah, yeah. And,
1: and people will do that but they do it they'll do it they'll go they'll stay off of it for two days and then they'll do it again and they'll do it again, and they'll, do it again and they'll do it again and they're just wrecking their body. Then, you know, they're becoming agitated because they're on edge because they're not getting any, any actual nutrition they're given basically the bare minimum right. running the tank on E exactly um, that or uh, people who uh, one of my buddies that I, that I was uh, in service with he was a nutrition care tech and he was like oh I eat tofu, tuna and kale and that's all I eat and he was like I, drink my, I get my protein from the rest of my protein and carbs from smoothies but he was going to Smoothie King like three or four times a day. And those are chocolate sugar. Oh, yeah. Like their chocolate banana protein shake is Hershey's chocolate syrup. Right. And a banana. <laughs> the banana's good. The Hershey's chocolate in a 40-ounce cup, mm, not so much, not so much. I'm sure it tasted delicious, though. Oh I've, oh, I've had Smoothie King. It's really good. I've never actually had Smoothie King. Oh, you haven't? No, I've mm-hmm. never
0: even had Orange Julius. Or I've never even been to pretty much any place, like, in the mall. Like, I've never had a hot pretzel from, uh... I've not had, had one, one of
1: those. those. So.
0: What's that cookie shop? I've never even been there. Oh, the American cookie company? Yeah.
1: You know, I, um... My inner fat child was overjoyed when I first saw it. And then as an adult, I had to tell myself not to have it. But, I mean, they're huge. They're like the size of a large pizza. Hmm.
0: If they made one that was a snickerdoodle, I'd be in trouble. I've never had a snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodles are great. They're like a macaroon, but it's just brown sugar and see, cinnamon. See I've
1: had a macaroon. When I went to Spain I ate macaroons. Okay. When I was on the coast, when I was on the coast of Barcelona. Oh, uh, okay. So. Maybe you don't want a snickerdoodle then. No. Macaroons were really good though. My oh. inner Polish kid loves loves. So, what's another good, what's another good thing that I heard? Uh, carbohydrates make you fat. Oh yeah. That's a good one.
0: Um, I love the misconception about what people think is the keto diet. Well, what misconception is that? Um So, when people say they're going on keto, they basically eat literally nothing but protein, right? Mhm. Um First off, medically you shouldn't ever really do the keto diet unless you have seizures, like really, really bad.
1: Well, that explains why my my experience with the keto diet was
0: awful. Yes. Um, but what the keto diet actually is, is you eat about 80% of all of your calories from fat and about 20% from protein. And what most people do nowadays is they say they're eating keto, but they eat a whole bunch of protein. What this does is it causes gluconeogenesis.
1: Which is what for the people that don't have a fancy yeah. degree or education? Um, uh,
0: what this is is um, it's an alternate energy pathway in the body mm-hmm. where the body breaks down um, fats and proteins into glucose to serve, a, serve the body as fuel. Now that kind of sounds like the point of keto, like break down fat into glucose to use as energy. But when you're eating that much protein, and a lot of people use it to help build muscle and stuff like that because, you know, protein builds muscle, um, if your body is taking the protein that you're digesting and converting it into energy, you are not using it as the amino acids that you need to build your muscle. So while you may see initial results, um, you know, standing aside from the hangry that always comes with it, Mm -hmm. um... You're getting diminishing returns because you're not utilizing your protein as protein. You're utilizing it as carbohydrates.
1: Hmm. See, when I was in Germany, um, my uh, my ex and I, she was doing keto. And she wanted me to support her by me doing keto with her. I was very reluctant. It was fun. Also, trying to stay in ketosis is awful. Yes. Um, but, I mean, we did the whole thing. We went, and got the, we went. I followed her lead on it. I went and, uh, we went and bought the, the urine sticks that you have to pee on to see if you're in ketosis or not. I am proud to say I was in ketosis for one 24-hour period. And then it just never happened again. Um, but I thought that it was supposed to be that you could eat all the protein and fat you wanted. Just It was pretty much like Atkins. Well, if
0: it was Atkins, it would... The Atkins. Right. Um, I, that sounds stupid to say it like that, but true, a true ketogenic diet, which is, let's say, monitored by a physician like it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. is 80% fat and 20% protein. Once you go above about 15 to 20% protein right. is when you hit that gluconeogenesis stage. Mm-hmm. And then you're converting your protein. Because think about it. Mm. One gram of fat has nine calories. It's denser and harder to break down. Than one gram of protein because one gram of protein has four calories, just like carbohydrate. So although protein is more complex than a carbohydrate, it's still easier for your body to, you know, hit that gluconeogenesis and turn into energy. So your body's kind of like electricity; it takes the path of least resistance. Right. Huh. I did not know that. I
1: need
0: to do some reading. Well, like, because there's so much hype behind keto, most people don't really delve deep into it, they just go off of what everyone
1: else is doing. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to people that, uh, that are listening that have, aren't, are, are cause it's one of those, uh, let me backtrack, it can be very embarrassing for, the, for some people to either, A, walk around a grocery store trying to figure out what it is that they need in order to meet their fitness goals for people who may not be happy with the way they look. It's another thing to go to a gym not know what the hell it is you're doing, how many reps you're supposed to do, what the range is, you know, stuff like that, um, or what diet might be best for them because what works for you is obviously not going to work for me, right? And so, what would, you, where would you recommend that these people start to to educate themselves a little better? Because truly, when it comes to Um, There's a lot of places you
0: can go. Some of them are like um, government sources uh, that basically document and produce um, studies on, you know, does this protein work better than this protein, stuff like that. Those are fairly technical and generally are involved in statistics. So they're above, not necessarily the comprehension level, but the ability to stay focused on topic.
1: Well, well, what I mean is like, you know, okay. So because you're a certified personal trainer. You right. have a degree in statistics. You are a very smart guy. I am but a lowly gym jock with an EMT license. <laughs> um, but like, if, if you had to tell somebody that you aren't training right now, um, what apps should they start with to start, to start their fitness journey to be able to start documenting what they're doing? What, what would you recommend? Um,
0: well, the first thing that I would suggest is go to my blog. Okay. I break things down in what I consider a very simple manner. It's HTTPS, you know, colon backslash backslash all that. Chrome Spartan blog.
1: So how do you, how do you spell because I, I I know that sounds stupid to ask, but there are people who probably don't know how to spell. Chrome. I mean,
0: to be fair, when I was first diagnosed, I couldn't spell it either. So it's C R O H N S, and then Spartan S P A R T A N. Okay. You know, all all one word. Um, I post fairly recently about. Fairly frequently, about three times a week, and I break things down. Um, I just posted a fun, simple workout um, based off of you know Superman's physique. I'm about to post another one come Wednesday, I think, about the Flash. So I, I try and keep things fun and semi-relevant mm-hmm. and easy to comprehend. In terms of apps or tracking things, your best bet, honestly, is just paper and a pencil. Um, paper doesn't run out of battery, you know. Pencil, you know, you have to sharpen it, but it's always there, basically. And that way, you know, you can compare page to page, day to day, in terms of um, looking for help with nutrition. I do post about that on my blog, but some of the best things you can do, honestly, is um, just take about an hour, walk through your grocery store, look at the look at the nutritional labels. Um, the fewer things on the box, the better. And you want my goal is always to have as many protein as carbs. You know, subtract um, subtract your fiber out of the carb count, but um, never have twice as many carbs as per, per you know protein per kind of food item. Small general rules like that. In terms of searching for the best diet. Um, Because everyone's different, it's not necessarily, you know, there's no silver bullet for best diet. My best advice for that is it's going to be trial and error for about a month. You have to find what works for you and what you can consistently do. Because it doesn't matter if you lose, you know, that 15 pounds in a week or whatever, if you gain it back immediately because you can't stay on that diet. Right, because you rebound. Right, for longer than a week. So you need to find a diet that you can stick with you know, every day of the year and not feel like you're limiting yourself.
1: What uh that that is all those are all excellent points. Um me personally I can tell you I have a problem with sticking to things because simply because I don't document. And which is why I'm in a position I am now, but um I feel lift weight like no tomorrow. And I'm strong I'm What's your favorite? What's your top three favorite types of cardio? Kids might be listening, so please keep it PG, sir. <laughs> um, oh, my virgin years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Okay. Um. Well, i I don't like traditional cardio because they generally build bad habits. Like jumping on a treadmill, you jump on a treadmill, and suddenly you're kind of hunched over the treadmill for a little bit. Man, if you were to walk around hunched over like that, people would look at you like you're insane.
1: Actually, no, that makes a ba- very valid point. <laughs> I never not like that. I was walking down the street hunched over. <laughs> right. Um, I prefer um,
0: like the like the ab routine that I did with you that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Don't. you can stack a whole bunch of smaller uh, bodyweight exercises like that together quickly. That's what I consider my favorite cardio because not only are you incorporating your entire body, but you know you switch it up every 30 seconds, every 20 seconds, something like that. And it, um, it has progressive gains because you don't necessarily take a rest in between sets. You just keep going and going and going.
1: One of the... Uh, you know, it, it, when I first started working out, and this is before, like, P90X just came out, mm-hmm. um, before I was able to get my hands on it, um, I had a hard time, uh, knowing what to do, because, like, I wanted to join the Army, but I was really overweight, and, um, okay, I'm not, I'm not even going to say overweight, I was obese, I was definitely obese, um, I'm overweight currently, um, but I am not nowhere opposite body end of the spectrum as far as how I looked when 10 years ago, but, um, I didn't really know what to do when I, because I didn't have access to a gym. And so, um, you know, you you look at you, you look around and you're like, okay, I can do push-ups, sit-ups, squats. That's that's all that's all you really mm-hmm. know. That's, I mean, it's really in right. reality, that's all you really know um, when you're first starting out trying to do bodyweight exercises. Um, one of the apps that uh, I discovered uh, a couple years back is called the Gorilla App Workout. Uh, no this is not a plug for endorsements this is just what I found works for me Mm -hmm. Um, and so it goes through like 30 day routines all body weight workouts that you can do at home takes about takes about 15 minutes you get 30 second rest in between you feel like death afterwards uh, in a good way in a good way but um, it it keeps it fresh and stuff so you know because there are people like you know like with me with my job I get up I'm up at 5 in the morning I'm at work by 6 I'm home at like 6 seven right and I work here in town um, and I'm, I'm go 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 all, all day plus you know I've got other responsibilities to take care of you know just like you do right and so mm-hmm. it's hard to find that, that time all always to make that time when you know your choice is well what would I rather do I'd rather go home and shower and sleep or do I want to go to the gym for an hour right so um, and, that, and I believe the Gorilla app is available on Android as well mm-hmm. I know it's available on, it, on the uh, iTunes store and it's 99 cents 4 lock every.
0: That's not too bad. No. Um, It's funny that you brought that up. Like, uh, I have. There's a couple people I train um, because they're friends of mine, so I just work with them, and they're. They don't have access to a gym. Uh, One lady, she's got three kids. One's like less than a year old, um, and she knows that she doesn't have time to get to a gym. And another one is um, she's in Canada. But because of her job, it's, you know, it's a lot like, um, not, not the exact same thing as your job, but she spends like a lot of time there and doesn't, she just doesn't want to spend a whole hour at the gym. So I've built, you know, kind of body weight exercise routines that, you know, kind of similar to the gorilla app, I guess it switches it up every two weeks, every three weeks, um, and it's phenomenal. I think together they've lost uh, 50 pounds in the last month. So,
1: Well, I'm looking at it. Hold on one second. I'm mm-hmm. trying to... Let's just this. So, like, okay. So, you can pick between your top four levels. So, level one, you can only do, like, five push-ups. Level two, I think it's, like, you can do 12 push-ups. Level three, you do 25 push-ups. Level four, you can do 40 or more. Okay. so that way it gives you an idea of what your what how much you can do with everything else they, they judge your push-up amount equal to your cardio endurance and okay. core, and core endurance um, but you know so, <clears throat> so you can sit there and purchase all the workouts and see you have things like the calisthenics challenge the burpee challenge time trials uh, basic body movement fundamentals universally fit uh, power play and it goes over and each one of these comes with a little a little blurb about Oh, yeah. what, what's meant to improve with? Um, interval challenge, full body blitz, cardio builder, um, burpee challenge, um, belly burn, gorilla explosion, hmm. uh, super strength, beach body. Okay. And I mean, there's got to be at least 30 or 40. Oh, yeah, they got things. a nice little selection. 100. What you can do is, uh, let's see, what's the timeline on this? In thirty days, you will get to do a hundred burpees. Because when you do hundred burpees, that means you're doing one hundred squats, one hundred push-ups, and one hundred jumps. So that I sounds that sounds awful.
0: Uh, yeah, it does not sound like something I'd uh, I would do. But I'm sure stuff like that works for a lot of people. No, no,
1: no, 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 I know, but you know, like with you, with your body type, you, I mean, minus the chrome issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know i'm sure with your metabolism you don't have to do that much cardio versus me where i'm 5 foot 11 i'm 274 right i've got a 55 inch chest and i got so i've got to i've got to move to drop body fat right so that would be more for somebody like me i think maybe that's fair
0: um, plus i mean if your goal is to improve your cardiovascular fitness in general something like that's beneficial because um, you're right i i don't do any cardio at all and I know I need to, but I don't have to
1: right. run, to you know keep my body fat low. Do you um one of the things that I want to ask you since uh you know you're having me on, on the show and i plan, I hope to be on more often Oh, so it's like definitely. Uh, at the end of this I'll be plugging my show um that'll be getting started, which Skylar will be on. And maybe press it because just high five me. <laughs> um if people have questions, now I know that you know, a lot of people have you know, you can go on any Instagram. Almost now, and if it's, it could be XX athletic, whatever, adventure fit. You you know, the word fitness somewhere on there. It says personal trainer, probably more than likely. I'd be willing to bet dollars to donuts. But you know, when people want to come in, you know, just just a general question, not not to be trained Mm -hmm. for online training. Um, I know that when you know me personally, when I was trying to look into stuff, I would try to ask people just because I didn't have the money to pay for a trainer, but. I would like to have some sort of direction other than lost. Um, how would you feel if somebody came up to you or emailed you and said, Hey, Mr. Sullivan, I would really like to know, you know, the answer to like, you know, A B C question. Not looking for training, just looking for guidance on how to Would you mm-hmm. would you be okay with that?
0: Oh yeah. People ask me stuff all the time. And
1: um Like why are we friends? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding. But um no, like, um, if you have a question and you want to email me, it's Skyler at blog, um, And my Instagram is at TitanforgeFitness. Um, so, like, if you have a question and it's, you know, just a general, like, put me in the right direction or, you know, what's a better way to do this, it, go ahead and ask because, you know, I'm not a jerk. A lot of people, if you ask a lot of people on Instagram or whatever… And you reach out to them like that. They're like, well, you can buy my program, or it's only 40 bucks a month, or um, I have a great nutritional program that you can get at this website. Right. And, you know, as much as I want to be, you know, is, I guess, rich as everyone hawking their $40, you know, plan, um, I'd rather have good advice than, you know...
1: What feels like copy and paste to me? Um, well, good. I'm, I mean, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it, I, I, I am not a certified personal trainer. I, I know somewhat of body mechanics and injuries because I've treated them mm-hmm. as a medic in the Army and both outside now as a, as a civilian. Um, by the way, do you have a Twitter or anything where people can just write a little blurb to you? Um, I don't have a
0: Twitter. Not Say. yet. I'm working on it. But, I mean, my Facebook page, you can send a message to that. Yeah, that's true. It's, I think it's also at Crunk Spartan, you know, on Facebook, so. Oh, okay. Um, do you have any questions for me? Um, yeah, uh, because, like, you've been all over the world, and you've actually worked with a couple of trainers, and like you said, your ex-wife, you done all kinds of different things. Yeah. Um, what was, other than keto, what was
1: probably the worst advice you've ever gotten? Terms- oh, sweet God. The first time—the the best time to work out with is in the morning only. If you don't work out in the morning, you're pretty much wasting your time. And I was like, yeah, "Well, I work twelve-hour swing shifts in the ER." Um, tell you right now, it's probably not going to happen. I'm gonna go home and go to bed. Right. I live in I live thirty minutes from the ER. I'm I'm going to sleep. Um. When in reality, you know, the best time to work out is whatever time your schedule allows. Because if the choice is not working out to Thirty minutes of a workout better to so get thirty minutes of a workout than to sit in the club. Right. Um, that was probably that's the one that's most profound in my head. Um, another one uh, was I I hate I hate the taste of tofu. Can't stand it. It's just I don't know what it is. I don't know, like a, but um, a trainer that I had uh, had told me. To uh, eat at least my body weight in ounces of tofu, and at the time I was 185 pounds, so I was eating 185 ounces of tofu a day. So I was eating tofu like every 30 minutes. It's like I spent so much money on tofu. It's ten and a half pound, almost ten and a half pounds yeah. of tofu. And he was what, the reason being was that because there it's the way it, it of its consistency. Mm-hmm. Is that my body will work hard to, and because, it, because there's hardly any fat in it, I should be able, my body should be able to burn it on burn off all the calories and everything else. The problem is that, A, you get burnt out because there's nothing to it. Right. And then B, that's a lot of damn food. That is a lot of food. <laughs> and so like at, literally every 30 minutes you saw me just... scarfing down for tofu. That sounds awful. It was. It was. It was a terrible three months. Because not everybody who is a, who says they're a trainer is a trainer. Right. Um, how would you, I got one for you. So, you know, like, you can prove that you have certifications. hmm So, um, obviously, you know, if, if I were to message someone on Instagram and be like, hey, let, let me ask you about your, you know, you know, whatever. Right. Um, how would you, uh, you know, and then if I were to ask them and go, hey, by the way, uh, let me get your credentials. See that you're real. They probably tell me to go fuck myself. I can actually
0: think of one person who kind of gave me that, those exact instructions, um, and he's actually kind of a popular, fit, uh, like YouTube fitness guy. Oh, who? Um. Jack's blade. I don't know who that is. He does like, um, will that work? Or like, you know, if uh, this anime character. It works out like this in the show. Would that work in real life, or why does it work? And um, he's not certified to be a – he calls himself a coach now. But he's not certified to be a trainer, and he blew his shoulder out because he was doing exercises wrong. So now he does a whole bunch of cardio stuff.
1: Oh, so – th- like uh Sounds like in Kentucky where you don't actually have to be it. A licensed security guard, you just kind of got to show up with a gun and at a place and say, "I'm a security guard now." Exactly. I too like playing pretend. Yes. Um, you know who I got who I got the opportunity to talk with that was actually really nice and very informative, um, and he has a podcast as well. Is uh, Ben Greenfield? Okay. Um, I got the chance to call to call in and talk with him, and and I asked him about you know like well you know what makes you because I, I haven't I haven't gone through what do you want, to press it? Do you have anything to add? Okay, he's being quiet, uh, but uh, I asked him where did he get his, you know, his credentials and stuff like that, and, and, and the guy was super nice and said, you know, I forget where he said he got his, his credentials from, but he's like, you know, it's always good to ask, you know, where you are because, like, I wouldn't want somebody who's a mechanic who says they're a mechanic without being able to prove that they're ASE certified, right, to work on my car. I don't want you to tell me what to do if you don't know how to, if you don't know body mechanics to help me with my body exactly you know a lo- there's a lot of bro science in the gym and online and, yes. and that's Dom what's his name Dom Mazadi Mazzotti yeah now while funny as that is it's funny because it's true right that there's all these alpha males that are like you know they gotta get under the bar and they <coughs> before they before they lift but right. um there is it's, it's sad that it's so funny that because it's true that there's so much bro science out there that takes away from the um from the true science of personal training and body mm-hmm. mechanics, which, you know, you've, that, you know, everyone expects you to look a certain way. Yes. Which you, know. you felt the repercussion <laughs> forever, you know, over and over and over, and yeah. it makes me infuriated because, um, hopefully, uh, to all the listeners, um, we'll have another guy on the show shortly. He just had a baby. His name is uh, Sawyer Smith, uh great friend of mine, uh, knows Skyler. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy is your standard... Mesomorph, um, chiseled body. Yeah, he's genetically like he won the lottery on that shit. Yeah, I mean the dude ate and the dude literally ate pizza for a week and just nothing happened. Just still shredded. Yeah. Um, but um, he uh. Sky. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a, cert, a personal training license or, or certification, and where Skyler does, and at a local gym. They wouldn't hire Skyler, who's very knowledgeable, knows what he's talking about, uh, because of his stature. Now he is shredded, uh, but uh, because he's not because of his size, but are willing to wait on our friend Sawyer to get his because he looks a certain way, right? And just which goes to show you that just because somebody looks a certain way doesn't always mean that they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, there's a weird stigma about that. If you're not you know six foot two and super fucking jacked you know, you're not a personal trainer. And I just think it's funny because there's a lot of guys who are, you know, in the gym who are six foot two, and sure, they're kind of, they got, they kind of look okay, but all they do is, like, bicep curls and, you know, stare at chicks. Which is, I guess, fine if that's your thing to be a creeper, but I prefer to, you know, actually exercise
1: when I'm at the gym. Um, one of the... Going back to because I know we keep we keep diverting, but one of the one of the greatest topics uh, that I like hearing people say is, um, you know, if I keep working out, my fat's going to turn into muscle. Um, showing the nerds the nerd side of me, which my podcast is really nerdy. Um, if anybody here has ever seen Full Metal Alchemist, where uh, Edward Elric slaps his hands and you know makes crap appear out of mm-hmm. something else, um, that is not how muscle building works at all. <laughs> um you energy i mean you you diminish the size of those cells, to my knowledge you don't it doesn't turn into muscle, it's not like a pokemon like ah oh, I'm right.
0: evolved uh, very true um you can't unless you have some sort of like liposuction or physical removal of the fat. the only thing you can do is minimize the volume of those cells now, there's two types of muscle building there's um general hypertrophy, and there's uh, sarco. Sarcoplasmic hypertrophy and um, the sarcoplasmic is the is the volumization of the cells, which allows this, the muscle cells to hold more, you know water, that's the science behind volume based training if everyone says, hey I'm on, you know, German volume training, or um the guy I call my trainer um, has me on this whole new workout because he quote discovered uh, sarcomastic hypertrophy um you're not building muscle as much as you are as volumizing the muscle. Right. Which, you need a balance of both, and they generally don't happen exclusive of each other. But, um, it's not new. It's just, we just generally call muscle building hypertrophy in general.
1: Okay. Uh Say is probably the best advice um, you've ever been given. The best advice
0: I've ever been given.
1: Motivation, training—I mean, just tops it all.
0: Yeah. Um, it's called the higher order efficiency of eating, and it sounds really complex. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. But We're uh sure
1: played against them in a Farber game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like um, but what it basically is, is whenever you sit down and have your meal, like let's say, you know, you have your lemon lime marinated chicken mm-hmm. with your uh, jasmine peel off rice and your broccoli. Okay. Um in order to make sure you're hitting your macronutrients guaranteed because sometimes you're just not as hungry as others but in order to make sure you get what you need you eat your protein first then your carbohydrates and then as many green vegetables you know as, as many vegetables uh, as you can but by eating the protein first that makes sure that you're getting that most important um muscle building you know macronutrient right and then on top of that you're putting in your carbohydrates so that way you're making sure that you have the fuel to make sure you don't go into, you know, glucogenesis, um, or any other, um, you know, energy pathway Then that, that's not standard because okay. carbs aren't the enemy, but too much, you know, too much of anything is the enemy. Yeah. And then once you have your protein and your carbs in, um, if you can just get your protein and your carbs, okay, cool. You stop there. But let's say you're super hungry. Well, you make sure you get your protein, you make sure you get your carbs, and then you pack in as many vegetables as possible because vegetables basically have zero calories. You know, when it comes like broccoli, celery,
1: stuff like that. I have a question for the, for the general populace. Mm-hmm. Is bacon a vegetable? Can bacon be a vegetable? In this day and age where anything can be anything, can bacon be a vegetable? Um, like, can bacon sexually identify as a vegetable? Exactly. Um...
0: I'm no psychologist, so I can't give you a definitive on that, but...
1: So, like, when it says, like, eat, you know, six ounces of broccoli, kind of, can it say six ounces of bacon? Is long... Well, I mean, you can mix them together and eat six ounces of both. Broccoli and bacon actually kind of sounds pretty good. Actually, it, it really is. It goes good with the beans. Ring beans and bacon. You can get them in, uh, like, uh, not cheddar. I know what you're talking about, like
0: southern style green yeah. beans. Yeah. I'm iffy with that because in the south a lot of people like to toss like jalapeno and peppers and stuff in there as well. Yeah. I can't do I can't do I don't want to do spice. Like not spicy spice. I gotcha. I'm good with it sometimes, but like when, once they start throwing in like whole pickled jalapenos in with the mix is when I'm out. Oh. Wow.
1: Anyway, to what you're saying.
0: Um, yeah, the, the first order efficiency rule mm-hmm. when it comes to eating. Um, it works pretty much for whatever your goal is. Um, because when you get your plate, I always go by the rule of thirds. A third of your plate should be protein, a third of your plate should be carbohydrate source, and a third of your plate should be uh, you know, mixed vegetables, leafy greens, something like that. So, even if you don't get to your mixed vegetables, leafy greens, you still have your important, um, you know,
1: meat and potatoes, I guess. Okay. I've never heard that. I'll be looking that up here in a little bit. So, but yeah, that was uh, that was told to me when I first took. I actually took a class
0: in college on how to like lift weights. Um, it was like one credit hour for half a semester, um, and we showed up twice a week. And there was this really fucking jack, dude, like, as tall as you, as big as you, but he had, like, no body fat.
1: I wish I did, too.
0: And everyone else in the class was there just for the credit, so they could graduate, and I was the one who was legitimately there taking notes and writing shit down. And, um, at the end of the semester, this guy pulled me to the side because, you know, we, we met inside the Dunn Center, like, gym, where, like, all the athletes trained. Right. And he pulls me aside and he goes, hey, why'd you take this class? Um, Because everyone else just wants a credit hour, which you're, like, taking notes and drawing diagrams and shit. And I was like, well, I have Crohn's disease, and I'm trying to, like, get healthier and build some muscle, and, you know, I'm not at a healthy weight now. And at the time, I was maybe 85 pounds, you know, soaking wet, holding a stack of uh, phone books. So... He goes, you know, well, this is how you eat, and you have to eat as much as possible to eat until you're about to puke, and um, you know, he just gave me a lot of actually solid advice, and that was like when Bro Science, that was back when like Bro Science first launched their channel. Oh wow! wow. So yeah, that was like seven,
1: eight years ago. Um, one of the uh, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was from a guy. Who um, he played semi pro professional football in my hometown of Fayetteville, mm-hmm. North Carolina, and uh, we 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 met. I talked to him. I was like, I, was, I mean, I said I joked around, and I was like, What can, what workout is going to give me to be uh, six foot four, light skinned black? Which one of those? And Jack, which one of those does that? And I was like seventeen. Um, but he signed me in as a guest at the Gold's Gym, and he and he worked out with me. To, and would, I mean, we did it you know two times a week. He let me get in on his workout with him, so that way I could learn. Like kind of how to how to properly lift, mm-hmm. um, but you know he sat me down. He's like, you know, the only thing you gotta do is just is just get up and do it. It's just get up and do it, and you, you stop making excuses. And that would, and I try. I've, I've been making excuses. I mean, I mean to everybody who's listening. Um, I have a, I have three anchors in my right femur. I've had hip. I've had uh, hip repair. Um, something like that. Like, do I have some valid stuff? I, yeah, I do. But really, I mean, I could be doing more. And so that's what I'm doing now. That's actually super solid advice. And
0: props to him for doing that. You know, most people nowadays would just tell you to go Google it. You know? Yeah, it's very true. So at least he didn't, like, you know, leave you on the curb or tell you to go buy the bodybuilding Bible. That was uh, written by Arnold all them years ago. Is that any good? Um... I mean, for you and me, it, it's basically redundant, but if you're just, if you, you know, if you're 16 and don't know what you're doing, or if you're just about to decide that you're going to go to the gym or whatever, you know, it's worth the 20 bucks.
1: Okay. Hmm. Um, but yeah, let's wrap it up with like one last question. Uh, one of the things that I get asked a lot when when I'm at the gym is uh, how do you, how do I pack on so much size on my arms? So I have like I think when I got measured a couple weeks back, I'm seventeen 17 3 quarters around in my arms. Damn. And uh, I got and I got asked, you know, how do I do it? And I said, well, I I, I keep my weight moderate, low reps, um, and uh, I keep my my muscles under tension, um, which I learned a lot from you uh, with the workout you gave me, um, and of course you know me training over the years, mm-hmm. I, I've developed my own things. But um, what I told what I tell people when they ask me again, you know, I, again I'm not certified, so this is just Jim Bro science. Is I tell them I just try to be honest with them and say you know, do what's best for you. Trial and mm-hmm. I did P90X. It's supposed to be jacked. Instead, I dropped a crap ton of weight. I didn't get jacked, but let me tell you, I, when I went to basic, and I could run that 13.42 two-mile. Two mm-hmm. Man, I was on fire. Um, again, for me, it was just all trial and error. That's that's actually the best way that a lot of people
0: learn to exercise and stuff like that, because it doesn't matter if you have you know a $2,000 program or a personal trainer who meets with you every single day. If you're not doing something that you can, you know, learn from, or not doing something you enjoy, you know, you're gonna stop. So it's just consistency and learning what works for you. Um, that's the best way to do it. Exactly.
1: Um, well, Skylar, look, I greatly enjoy being on the show. Um, I, I really do. Uh, I'm looking forward to being on it more often. Uh, for the folks at home that are listening, uh, please find me on uh, find my podcast on Facebook. Uh, under Slowbro uh, Speaks. Um, you can also find me at uh, on my Twitter at uh, Coyote Actual, uh, or you can follow me on Facebook at uh, JT Grantham. So it was awesome being on here, and I look forward to ha- being here again.
0: Yeah, man. I look forward to having you back on. Cool.